said the fortune teller. Ask! My parents, said Peter. That is your question, said the fortune teller. They are dead. Peter's hands trembled. That is not my question, he said. I know that already. You must tell me something that I do not know. You must tell me of another. You must tell me... The fortune teller narrowed her eyes. Ah, she said. Her? Your sister? That is your question? Very well. She lives. Peter's heart seized upon the words. She lives. She lives! No, please, said Peter. He closed his eyes. He concentrated. If she lives, then I must find her. So my question is, how do I make my way there, to where she is? He kept his eyes closed. He waited. The elephant, said the fortune teller. What? Peter said. He opened his eyes, certain that he had misunderstood. You must follow the elephant, said the fortune teller. She will lead you there. Peter's heart, which had risen up high inside of him, now sank slowly back to its normal resting place. He put his hat on his head. You are having fun with me, he said. There are no elephants here. Just as you say, said the fortune teller. That is surely the truth, at least for now. But perhaps you have not noticed the truth is forever changing she winked at him. Wait a while, she said. You will see. Peter stepped out of the tent. The sky was grey and heavy with clouds, but everywhere people talked and laughed. Vendals shouted and children cried, and a beggar with a black dog at his side stood in the centre of it all and sang a song about the darkness. There was not a single elephant in sight. Still, Peter's stubborn heart would not be silenced. It beat out the two simple, impossible words over and over again. She lives, she lives, she lives. Could it be? No, it could not be, for that would mean that Vilna Lutz had lied to him, and it was not at all an honourable thing for a soldier, a superior officer, to lie. Surely Vilna Lutz would not lie? Surely he would not. Would he? It is winter, sang the beggar. It is dark and cold, and things are not what they seem, and the truth is forever changing. I do not know what the truth is, said Peter, but I do know that I must confess. I must tell Vilna Lutz what I have done. He squared his shoulders, adjusted his hat, and began the long walk back to the apartment's polonaise. As he walked, the winter afternoon turned to dusk, and the grey light gave way to gloom, and Peter thought, The fortune teller is lying. No, Vilna Lutz is lying. No, it is the fortune teller who lies. No, no, it is Vilna Lutz. On and on like that the whole way back.
and when he came to the apartment's polonaise, he climbed the stairs to the attic apartment very slowly, putting one foot carefully in front of the other, thinking with each step, He lies. She lies. He lies. She lies. The old soldier was waiting for him, sitting in a chair at the window, a single candle lit, the papers of a battle plan in his lap, his shadow cast large on the wall behind him. "'You are late, Private Duchenne,' said Vilna Lutz. "'And you are empty-handed.' "'Sir,' said Peter. He took off his hat. "'I have no fish and no bread. I gave the money to a fortune-teller.' "'A fortune-teller?' said Vilna Lutz. "'A fortune-teller?' He tapped his left foot, the one made of wood.